0: You're listening to I Got That One.
1: Presented by Tom and Yvonne.
0: Well, there you have it. We have the first of the people definitely going home from uh, these quarterfinals. Yeah,
1: I know. It was... Uh, let me just say it was unexpected.
0: It was definitely unexpected. And... It just goes to show that you just cannot rely on statistics to uh, give you your full answers. Because if you'd look at the track record of the two teams, mm-hmm. they were very clearly favorites going into this. But you just don't know. Yeah. We would have said the same thing about uh, Kings versus Hartford in the second round as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, just given the, the kind of summary statistics that Paxman sh- shared at the start of the match, yeah, uh, Birmingham just had a much higher score. Overall,
0: accumulated 660 points, I think, or 640 yeah. versus um, Kings 330.
1: Exactly. So there's such a huge gap uh, between the, these two teams, and just looking at that on paper, it would have been anyone would have thought that Birmingham would have won. But you could
0: also look at the uh, b- bonus answers uh, from the previous uh, yes, encounters. Yes. And, well,
1: yeah. I think we're getting a little bit hasty because yes. we do have our stats corner. Coming yes. Let's up.
0: not tease uh, stats corner too much because <laughs> we know that uh, you'll get a little bit too excited if we go on too <laughs> often too soon. So. um We're going to bring this uh, back to center a little bit more. Yeah. And um, I think before we begin, uh, look, we just have to talk about it, don't we? Mm -hmm. Um, You know how we keep on saying be kind online and to, you know, just be nice because you're just people having fun? Yeah. You really aren't listening to these people, aren't you? And you'd think that after the whole thing um, with the Imperial team uh, just a couple of weeks ago, people have learned their lesson, but... Apparently not.
1: Maybe, maybe it's because the kind people listen to us. And everyone else doesn't. Yeah,
0: maybe. Well, I guess that's a good thing, right? I mean, yeah. I don't want any nasty people listening to this podcast. Well, I think it's
1: also the nature of the content that we produce. We it, This is not to, to gossip about contestants. It's not to spread rumors or say nasty things. So maybe it's also the, the audience that we attract. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people came out to say that uh, Bartel had been ignoring Sajid. But um, I think she herself came out to say um, that that wasn't the case at all. And, I, and back to an earlier point that I made a, a few episodes ago, I said that sometimes when we speak um out we call out certain people where we also end up speaking on behalf of others and uh that's not exactly the best thing to do either so
0: yeah look she said on all things quiz that that is absolutely not the case yeah. that it is definitely a product of the fact that they have to edit it because you know it's not uh exactly live there's obviously you know some stuff that's cut out as uh was hinted at by when we talked with the uh, durham team from last season yeah, that yeah Occasionally people forget that they don't have to swear, so they have to obviously edit around
1: that aspect. <laughs> I can I can imagine the amount of swearing that must go on behind the scenes.
0: <laughs> there were definitely some contestants where you get the sense that uh, they have to do a lot of kind of careful editing around. Yeah, yeah. Plus, also Parkinson said that her dangly earrings got in trouble with the producers. So uh-huh. we do know that a lot so of editing yeah, has to happen.
1: Some, I mean, imagine if they were just... Constant bleeping throughout (laughs) university challenge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then you have to be a very different tone to the buzzers because otherwise you get a little bit confused. Or it could be exactly the same tone. And then you have to wonder, (laughs) why is he just buzzing partway through?
1: I know, the chaos, the chaos. Anyways.
0: Yes. So I guess with that out of the way, let's just talk about the performances. And um, this is definitely the slowest burn of the quarterfinals so far. Slow burn, yeah. So it didn't feel like it was dragging necessarily it's just that um not a lot of points were being scored mm. uh because i feel like some of the bonuses were getting really tricky and we're not in the wheelhouses of yeah. whichever team got that bonus yeah so
1: the, the pace was a lot more measured mm-hmm. and looking at the final score of just around you know 140 to I 115 think, yeah so we've seen much much higher final scores before so it could be just that um I mean, it clearly wasn't Birmingham's night yeah um, I think going by past performances you know they would have scored much higher but you know other than that um, something much else to say but yeah it is getting trickier so uh, we we'll, we'll just have to see.
0: Yeah, we well, just to talk about performances. It was you definitely felt like uh, something wasn't quite working with the Birmingham team because there was a Shakespeare question that Bartel was not able to yeah, I uh, answer. I which think
1: he he really beat himself up on that one. I mean,
0: I would too if I'm doing a thesis on uh, PhD, yeah. <laughs> yeah, on a particular um, you know playwright. I would at least try to cover all on my basis but again stuff happens in the moments
1: yeah and and i think like we said on this podcast uh, last season as well sometimes when you're so specialized um there are so many more options for correct answers that might appear in your mind uh compared to someone else that might not have that much knowledge um and they think less so somebody the more you think the more you ruminate on the right answer um it's just an opportunity that, that you end up missing
0: no that's very fair, but. That being said, when they did get bonuses, I felt like Birmingham were pretty snappy. They yeah, were, they were good.
1: They were good yeah. on the bonuses. Yeah. yeah. I would
0: say so. It's just that they didn't have much luck when it came to uh, the buzzings. Yeah. And it's been a while since I've seen someone get to minus 10 before they got things going, which is yeah. really, really unfortunate.
1: Really unfortunate. I and mean, I think it could have shaken them up a little bit. Too.
0: I think it was just a case of they buzzed a few seconds too early. If they yeah. let Paxman talk a little bit too, a little bit longer, then they mm-hmm. would have absolutely got it. Because yeah. they were definitely more in their wheelhouse, but yeah. that's a risk you take when you do a interruption.
1: Yeah. and then kings on the other hand, I thought that um, I thought Rashid led really well. Absolutely, actually, there were a few um, few moments at the bonus sets where he nominated very quickly. Yeah, I think he got so many um, starter questions correct. So it was really, really their night. So, congratulations to King's College.
0: Yeah, it was good to see all of the team buzz in. I have to say, I was very impressed with Beard. Yeah,
1: yeah. He was
0: really um, getting into his own rhythm. Yeah. Sachin Sachinath was really pulling his weights. That was, weight. was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Bedwin was, you know, quiet, but, well, more quiet as in terms of buzzing. But instrumental. Should, definitely instrumental and helps the conversation a lot. For sure. And I have to say, there's something about Rashid. He just has. This kind of magnetic energy that brings everyone in together.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Plus, I think he's just such a supportive captain that yeah. uh, people want to try and give a an answer because he's just so generous with his praise.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got that sense as well that, um, I think he, uh, there was a round, um, well, during the bonus set, he nominated Satyanath and then yeah. for the, then Satyanath got the next starter. Yeah. So I think it was a little boost of, of confidence there. And, and that's one of these subtle things that goes into leadership, um, that I think, yeah, Rashid uh, really has.
0: Yeah, also, I have to say, um, his enjoyment of this uh, whole process (laughs) is really infectious. Yeah. I don't think I've anyone seen that, be that excited about (laughs) Neoplatonism.
1: Well, I mean, it was it was the question that put them over, so...
0: True, but at the same time, you know, <laughs> I think that uh, Plato would have been a bit surprised to see someone that enthusiastic about his work. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: but, you know, it be what it be. Hmm. Anyhow, I think that's enough in terms of performances, yeah, unless it's yeah. something that's really kind of scratching.
1: Um, well, not really. I just thought um, there were some questions that I, I really quite liked. Yeah. Um, I thought that uh, there was a question there on um, Family Trees... Yes, that was the first novels? picture round. Yeah, that was a really fun one. Um, I, I, I knew even before it came out that 100 Years of Solitude was going to be on there, because that's one of the most famous family trees in, in literature.
0: Well, yeah, because it's an entire book about a uh, family from the first guy until the last cousin dies in a hurricane. And they all
1: have the same name, so it's not confusing at all. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, spoilers for a book that came out 40 years ago now. They all die. Yeah, spoiler that they all die often in quite horrible ways, including a baby being eaten by ants. I
1: mean, but that's like a spoiler that applies to every single book, I think.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, spoilers they all die is normally a pretty safe spoiler to make, unless you're talking about elves
1: or something. Yeah, yeah. all elves die at some point.
0: Eh, not necessarily. Oh. Well, it depends on uh, which world you're going to. Anyway, enough (laughs) going down this weird rabbit hole. The question singular that I liked a lot, there weren't many that I really got into, was um, the one about years and multiples of hundreds separating uh, major events yeah. that happened yeah. at the turn of a century, which, yeah. you know, it is a completely arbitrary system that we have when yeah. we demarcate in terms of um, centuries. Mm. But still, it's amazing how many big events happen on these turns of the century. Oh, which... yeah,
1: that's a good point, yeah.
0: So, for example, you know, the crowning of Charlemagne and mm. then also the crowning of the King of Hungary.
1: Okay, and that happened?
0: 800 and 1,000. Mm. Now, I knew that... Um, the Hungarian was crowned in one thousand because that's the when the Hungarian kingdom was created because before then they were the Magyar tribes who yeah. were their own thing,
1: converted yeah. Christianity,
0: blah 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 blah. Charlemagne I thought was in 700 which I feel like is a big personal error on my part as yeah. a history nerd
1: yeah um, but yeah I think that makes sense I think maybe um, communities and countries sometimes they want to do their big their big thing right their big conquest or their big celebration um, during a special year so it could be just the turn of the century it could be a decade end of a decade or something like that so that, that could explain a lot why these things happen at maybe, around the same
0: time. but we did only go into the Gregorian calendar not that long ago so oh, right
1: then then I I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's just <laughs> that sometimes major events happen to happen in these nice demarcated
1: lines. Yeah, or maybe they just pick those for this question. Yeah,
0: possibly. That too.
1: Yeah, and um, I also like the picture round or illustrations of poems. Yes, yeah, because... Yeah, a really, really, really cool way uh, to talk about poet poetry. Yeah,
0: I've personally not really read any Poe to be honest. But mm-hmm. of course, like anyone who spent any time on the internet, you do get some, uh, you know...
1: Yeah, I'm sure a- you've read some Poe.
0: Uh, well, I watched the Simpsons special of the Raven.
1: Ah, well, that's where that's Bart the is the same Raven. Thing, yeah, it's, exact same. It's
0: thing. more or less the same <laughs> story. It's just that you have Homer going, dull at the end.
1: Ah, okay. But
0: other than that, it's exactly the same.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but yeah, no, it does lead to some truly amazing art by some very talented artists, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I also want to talk about the music round because
1: mm. <laughs> it was
0: all about songs that sampled from one song by James Brown, "Funky Drummer." Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Which is just.
0: The fun thing about a lot of R&B and rap is that uh, you see so many really kind of catchy songs or popular songs that all have a similar sample that they uh, take from. Yeah. Which is fascinating, mm-hmm. to be honest. And I didn't realize, well, it would kind of make sense that Run DMC and um, De La Soul would all have a very similar kind of... um I think also Ronda Jewel's also sampled from this song yeah, as well.
1: Yeah, same cut type of, um, well, repertoire or what we call it.
0: Yeah, I think it's a very particular Sound, era yeah. of rap had a very similar kind of taste. Yeah. Or maybe they all grew up listening to James Brown, which is also very likely.
1: Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean, that man we had a career by... that was
0: 50, 60 years long. Yeah, my goodness. Crazy. Mm. Um, other than that, um, of course, English Geography raises its ugly head <laughs> once more. It would, it'd been kind of quiet for English geography for a while. Yeah. So well, I'd almost forgotten that that nerd had been uh, lurking around, but...
1: <laughs> they oof. come at unexpected times. Absolutely. throw you off.
0: Indeed. Any other questions that well, you wanted to... Well, yeah, to be
1: honest, uh, that was that's about it. Shall we move into some stats? It's interesting that there weren't that many
0: questions.
1: Uh... Well, I think there were, but... Um... Yeah, I don't know. We didn't find that many interesting. Oh, maybe
0: time. it's just there were so many that were just going right over our <laughs> yeah, heads. Yeah, I mean, could be. Yeah, we're a little bit too stupid for uh, the <laughs> quarterfinals of the university <laughs> challenges, seems.
1: As we near the finals, our, our uh, more of our favorite question segment is going to be like, I don't know what Paxman said, so let's uh, move on. Yeah, to I, the next I can I can imagine
0: the fun is just going to be us drooling into us. He's like. <laughs> Hey, could we? Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about some beautiful, beautiful stats from the Illustrious Stats Corner, provided, of course, by UC
1: Stats. On Twitter.
0: Yes, doing the Lord's work.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, final score of 140 to King's College and 115 to Birmingham. Mm -hmm. Um, So, King's managed a total of nine out of 14 starter questions.
0: Respectable.
1: Uh, Yeah, Birmingham 7 out of 13. So, you know, it was very, very close right to the wire at the end. Um, And then when it came to bonuses, actually, this is where it gets a bit more interesting, as it always does. Kings had managed 11 out of 27 of their bonuses. Mm -hmm. Birmingham also managed 11 out of their 21 bonuses so when you look at um, percentages uh, Kings managed 40% of their bonuses and Birmingham managed 52% of their bonuses
0: so yeah if you look once again at statistics Birmingham are closer to what we kind of see as a cut off point of doing very well in these later stages of competition yeah Kings doesn't normally have a very good track record with bonuses, from what I remember.
1: Yeah, so 4D has been kind of
0: um, what they've been the lower getting. End, yeah. yeah, the
1: lower end of the teams in the in the quarterfinals. Uh, but then we look at their starter questions, they managed 65% of their starters, which is actually among the higher end. That's true. A lot yeah. of the teams. Um, whereas Birmingham really missed the mark there, only slightly more than half of all their starter questions. I think it was so just really a
0: combination of the way the cards fell and then yeah. those two. Unfortunate interruptions. Yeah. I feel like if that had not happened, then maybe we would have had seen Birmingham win this one. Yeah,
1: because, um, how many did they lose? Ten total. Ten? yes yeah so well Kings to be fair Kings also lost or dropped a couple of points that's true but Um, that was when
0: they were in a much more comfortable lead and I feel like it's a bit different when you're trying to get off the mark and you have minus 5 and then minus 10 that's much more of an impact than if you are 100 points up and you lose one it's like okay unfortunate but I just have to remember to not do that again
1: definitely completely agreed
0: yeah, but, um, other than that, um, I get the feeling that, uh, we yeah, of course we're going to see Kings at least one more time, but it really depends on who they play next.
1: Yeah, because when you look at higher scoring individuals so far, um, Bartell and Robinson were up there, yeah. uh, ranked fourth and fifth after Hutchinson, Chan and Tseng. Yeah, but um, I, well, Rashid, Rashid's up there too. Rashid's the eighth, eighth highest uh, scoring individual. Oh, really? Yeah, so far. But then uh, I think the competition's getting very, very stiff for Kings now. Absolutely. And uh, the final score, you know, they did well, but the final score of one forty. I think we've seen so many teams smash two hundred, um, even in these quarterfinals. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm not quite sure how they do this last match. It'll probably be against another person who has lost one, one, one. Yeah. So it, we're going to have to see where that uh, shakes up next but yeah. that'll be that'll be interesting. Um mm-hmm. of course, uh this has just gone to show that you can't really predict anything.
1: Yeah, St. John's is well, St. John's probably will play someone else, right?
0: Yeah, we'll just have to wait we'll and see. see. Mhm. Yeah, but also, remember, Trinity also um, yeah, had there. some struggles, so we're going to have to uh, wait and see what uh, gets shaken out of Indeed, this.
1: indeed.
0: So, that's enough of the stats. Uh, any last final thoughts before we move on to the best part of this uh, podcast.
1: <laughs> the reason we're all here. Um yeah, I think before that there's nothing really much else that I wanted to to add. Um other than the fact that um yeah, I thought I thought Rashid's coming into his own as a captain. He was always a good captain, but I think he's just working a little bit more efficiently now. Um so hopefully that that continues and um yeah, we'll see we'll see how far KCL goes.
0: Yeah. I have to say, I did see on Twitter, someone describing him as having deputy head boy energy, which I felt like was quite an accurate um, description <laughs> really, of the kind of tone he brings. Yeah. <laughs> because I have known several people like that when I was at school. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's something like he was wearing his uh, cricket whites. Was uh, it a cricket jumper? Yeah. That was a cricket jumper. Yeah. I had... Two fetching. of those.
1: Very fetching. Oh, God, you did?
0: I was required by the school. That oh, was uniform.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, it was the, the least horrible school uniform, I guess.
1: <laughs> okay. But
0: yeah. enough of amusing about uh, the weirdness of the British education system. Yeah. We have to talk about the best dressed.
1: I think it's going to be uh, a surprise best dressed.
0: Yes. Who do you think it is, audience? Play along at home, even though this is not a live podcast. Who do you think it is? You're wrong. <laughs> Because it is...
1: One, two, three. Paxman. Paxman. Yeah, I thought he actually looked really good. This snazzy red shirt with grey highlights, uh, both vital and distinguished.
0: Yes, and I have to say, he's definitely moved away from wearing ties for whatever reason it could yeah. be a style choice it could be a comfort choice we yeah. don't know mm-hmm. but i think it really does suit him and maybe it's because the camera's a little bit closer focused on him these days yeah but you know he's he's all quite good uh, style uh you know very distinguished gentleman
1: i think i thought so i thought i mean no no shade to any of the players i mean rashid your cricket jumper was uh was great um, it was a choice, that's for sure. It was a choice, but you know there can only be one, and uh, this time it goes to Paxman.
0: Yeah, and also I feel like you know we've seen those kind of shows before, and oh. and also uh, you know Jamie's won at least once before, I maybe think she's twice.
1: Won. She's won all of them from her team. Possibly, team, so I
0: know? think it's about time that we shake things up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know we can't just do that kind of favoritism because yeah. we do need to kick it up a
1: little much. Yeah, I have to say I did like uh, Bartel's highlights.
0: Yes, that's true. Um, it really I did.
1: reminded me of honeycomb for some reason. Yeah. I
0: really did like the hair color change. I yeah. think it suits him very well. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, t-shirt and hoodie is. Um, and <laughs> I'm expecting a little bit more at the quarterfinal our stage.
1: Expectations are high. On uh, I got that one best dress. Yeah,
0: I think we spent too much time looking at University Challenge Couture's uh, Instagram, yeah. and it's kind of you know set our standards way too high.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh. But
0: uh, that is it. Thank you very much uh, for listening once again. We have still quite a lot of the quarterfinals left to go, to be honest.
1: (laughs) Yes, the labyrinth Uh, that is the quarterfinals. Yes, we have
0: at least three more of this section. And then we have... The the
1: best losers.
0: Yeah, then we have the the people who have won one and lost one at the end, which I think is two more.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not sure. I'm not going to
1: (laughs) say for sure that's
0: how many. But it's still quite some time. Uh, Plenty of time for people to, uh, you know, get some extra points in the uh, University Challenge Fantasy League.
1: Yeah.
0: Or just have more fun with the university challenge or Although, even
1: send us through your uh, predictions
0: exactly now it's the perfect time for you to start predicting stuff uh, to see if you're better or worse than us yeah It can't get much worse than our predictions we're, in the we're, at,
1: we're there at the bottom really but, scraping the barrel there no <laughs> oh,
0: I, I love the of this barrel myself
1: okay. anyway
0: if you do want to get in touch with us you can contact us on our socials
1: so we are on twitter as uh, I got that one and you can even drop us an email at podcast at gmail.com and thanks to everyone who has been sending us messages and emails with your questions, uh, your predictions, or your nice messages. We really, really appreciate that. So thank you.
0: Yes, and please keep them coming. But until next week, where we have even more and goodness, it is goodbye from me.
1: And goodbye from me.